This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Last night a star was born. Tonight we'll talk all about it. This is Blue Monday. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering all things Ipswich Town since 2015. My name is Mikey Penty-Smith and joining me for this, it's a sort of post-match reaction after the event, isn't it? It's uh, Seb Brown, fresh from Vale Park. Well, not quite fresh. <laughs> Been back in a little while now, haven't you, Seb? And, and over in Rushmere is David Diamond. How are you both? Getting up for work after a midweek victory is that much easier, isn't it? It always feels nicer. Yeah, it does. You know, I've been to so many away days in the north where you're driving back and the M6 is closed and you've lost and it's rubbish. So although it was chucking it down on the way home last night, it's always much, much sweeter after a victory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I remember painfully about oh, how many seasons would that be? 2008, going to Preston one night, bizarrely, just off, almost like a day or so before thinking, oh, that'd be a good idea. And seeing us take the lead for a DeVos header and obviously getting beat essentially by a two goal blast from Nugent. I think we lost 3 1. It was horrific drive back. And you say motorway closures. I think I got back at like five in the morning. It was just the worst. Never again. And Seb, I gather you liked the stadium and the atmosphere, but maybe not the town. Yeah, that's a fair way of, of, of putting it. We nearly missed the kickoff. It was a bit of a nightmare to get around. There was loads of traffic around the stadium itself. And it kind of you can see it really easily, but it's really a pain to get to. You're going to have to walk way out of your way and, and, and come back and get to it. But the stadium itself, I thought, was, uh, was, was really decent. It's a bit strange. It's got like one kind of horse stand, grandstand, modern corporate to the right. And then you've got all their noisy fans to our left, which which made for a really good atmosphere. Mm. Obviously, in the Telegram group we, recently, we've been talking we, about if you were to move away fans to the other end of the cobbled and get them closer to the north stand, would it improve the atmosphere at Portman Road? And I have to say there, it it, it did did work. And well, I guess we'll come on to the, the, the mental size of the pitch. I've never seen a pitch that that big before. I mean, there was literally, well, not literally, but it felt like it was half a mile between the touchline and the uh, and the stands. But but no, it was yeah. a, a, a decent sized stadium. It was decent. I liked it. And that might actually explain why no Port Vale fans ever sit behind the goal. 
Yeah, is maybe. It, yeah, uh, maybe. The, the away end and then the, the home end. There's nobody there, is there? Nothing, yeah, empty behind behind that goal. It's all to the left, all the all the diehard and the noises to the to the left of the away end, which like I say did make for a, a pretty decent atmosphere. Absolutely. And there's gonna be a great atmosphere on this live show tonight as well. We've got plenty of our regulars here watching. We've got Charlie D evening, Charlie, Michael Warner, good morning all from Brisbane. That's always a bit of a kick in the teeth, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> that one <laughs> on is. the no- <laughs> October evening. Veronica says Ola. Oh, it's been well. Wow, it's been in Port Port Vale, not Port Vale. Yeah, Costa del Sol. But there we are. Uh, Charlie D, lots of love from Port Vale for us on Twitter, which is nice. Oh. See, that is quite refreshing, isn't it? Um, Seb, looking on the Ipswich timeline, there's there hasn't been any bickering or bad blood or saltiness. No, it's nice, isn't it? And I've I've seen a few of the you know the football away days showing the great support last night over seventeen hundred there, and quite a few of the comments on social media again are from Port Vale fans saying you know we were we were absolutely class on a Tuesday night because I'm very lucky for me it was an hour down the road I think it's my closest one from Chester, but those poor guys you know heading up from Suffolk they wouldn't have got home till you know probably wow. two half two in the morning yeah. or so so absolutely phenomenal support and 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 yeah great great to see from the Port Vale fans who were very gracious. Absolutely. Let's say, say hello to a few others. David Berging, hi, hi guys. How are you doing? We're all great, aren't we, after a Good. victory last night? Jim, yep. Elmy, evening. Howard, FPL Tractor, DD Land, Landline, Lottery, Clacton. It doesn't usually way, happen on a Wednesday night, does nah, it, Midweek, midweek, FPL, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> Look, who knows? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I've got my eye on it. We'll see. I'm guessing the phone rang at seven minutes past nine on Sunday night, Dave. <laughs> Funny you should say that. It was about quarter past nine, actually. But I did, I did have a chuckle. I did have a chuckle to myself. Yeah. Brilliant. Da- David Pascoe, evening chaps. Yeah, nice one, Michael. Yeah, right. Degrees yeah. Well, today. it's been 20 yeah, degrees here. It's actually been 20 degrees here in Suffolk today, Mike. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, not 30, but anyway. <laughs> Mild, isn't it? Mild, balmy. question for you. What, what's that Blue Monday top behind you, Seb? Ooh. That is my lovely Blue Monday hoodie from the, the merch store. If you go to bluemondayitfc.co.uk, you'll find a link. And it's very warm. I can vouch for it. It's normal kind of fitting sizes. It's not like the Umbro kits that are all slim fit. It's it's lovely and warm. So highly recommend them. I think we've got free shipping on, or we have had recently. I don't, I don't know if it's still on. I might be wrong on that one. But uh, we do various promo codes. And yeah, lovely and warm. Get them for the winter. It's way cheaper than putting your, your energy, energy bills on. Stick it on your Christmas list, David. Get it in there. So have one eye on you, one eye on Sheffield Wednesday, Bristol Rovers. Please do. Oh, yeah. Cool. About that. I'm sure you'll all keep us updated. Um, in the Well, going to be on online for the first half at least, aren't we? And then we can catch the rest of it after this. And before before we get into last night's game, Jim Elmy says he met some Port Vale nice. fans after the game and they were very friendly and complimentary about the team and our support. Yeah, real Feel good vibes last night. Up in did you Stockton. um did you sample any of the oat cakes, Seb? I didn't know. We were nearly that late getting there. We nearly missed the kickoff, so we had to go straight in there. Rich ventured off at one point to get some food, but he came back with a pie. So oh. I don't know if they don't sell the oat cakes in the stadium or he didn't just didn't fancy it. And uh me. <laughs> Thank you very much, David. You, you you really don't have to. You, you you could spend, could have could have bought a hoodie for that but... <laughs> on the merch. But bless you, thanks, thank you, thank you, thank you, David. As always, thank you very much. FPL tracks and those hoodies are very warm with energy oh, bills going is. up. Essentially, pay for themselves. Absolutely, Jules is here as well. Evening, Mikey D. Jules. Evening, Jules. 
Right, let's let's get into the game. I, I'm, I I hope you were there early enough to hear Robbie Williams. Let's let me entertain you, Seb. Nope, missed that. No, <laughs> you missed we, that. We, we literally got there with about a minute to go. I think it was. We had to. It, it was pretty busy as well the away end, so we had to keep working our way down the stand to to find an entrance. So we literally got there probably one minute before the game kicked off. Hmm. Not live, you, surely. Well, you feel like Dave, if Ed Sheeran would have. Um, Made good of the rumor and came and performed sing at Portman Road on Friday night. Off, maybe Rob, Rob, maybe Robbie Williams would have returned the favour. Good would that have been? Oh my but goodness! I, I believe yeah. Rob, Rob, uh, Ed Sheeran is at least back in the country at the moment. He was at um, the Wilford Bridge, Dave of all was places. He spotted. Yeah, um, I think on his uh, social media there was a picture uh, of him with some stuff. You can't, you can't beat, you can't beat a Deben in, can you, Mikey? You can't beat no, a good old Deben no. in, mate. Um, I think what is it steak and suet pudding and skate wing is usually on offer there when you drive yeah. drive up to Woodbridge Golf Club. Yeah, we like that. Um, we like so let's let's uh, get into the lineups for last night and there was a lot of changes again most of them enforced Humphreys and Ball partnered together as many of us predicted no no huge surprises this time um but overall what were you what were your thoughts, Seb? I'm guessing you were probably driving when the team news came out. <laughs> yeah, Rich got it up on the phone and, and, and read it out to me. I was really pleased to see Edwards get a start. I figured Ladapo would come in up top, given the, yeah. the physicality and, you know, McKenna said pre-match, we know we're going to be in for a bit of a scrap and a bit of a battle. So I kind of figured Ladapo would come back in. Uh, I thought it would be Harness and, and Chaplin as the two number 10. So I was quite happy to see Carlo was there because he's, he's had a really decent few weeks. And like you say, Ball and Humphreys in the middle just, just picks itself to given the, the lack of alternatives. And we know the, the, the back three or the back five, however you, however you want to look at it these days, is, is going to be set in stone. So no no real surprises, but I was really happy to see Edwards get a run out because I've been really impressed with him recently and I thought he played well, which we'll come on to. Absolutely. And that Port, Port Vale team as well, there's one name that jumps out straight away, isn't there? Ellis Harrison. Yeah, I mean, Ellis Harrison, I suppose, James Wilson, ex-Man U. I yeah. mean, I didn't realise. Um, I mean, I knew he'd played for Man U, but he played like 20 games, they said on iFollow mm. last night. So, the, yeah, I mean, he's had a, um, what a, what a start that was and actually did break break through for a, for a little while. Um, I must admit, Gavin Massey, I know from Colchester, but I've got to say the rest of the team, I hate to say it, kind of passes me by, really. I think Mark Beck in the Telegram chat might not have been Mark. Apologies if this was somebody else said that we need to keep David Worrell quiet. He and, did. And there, yes, was, he did. there was parts of the game where we definitely didn't. So you can see no, that he's a, he's a decent decent player, isn't he? Yeah, but he, he was impressive. Yeah, right, at times, yeah, he was good. Mm-hmm. And there was one little thing about Port Vale. Obviously, this came later, but there was a sub came on called Politic who played on the right wing, Dave. Saw that, saw that, yeah, yeah. Did see that. How very um how very apt in these current <laughs> days. And obviously a cold play track as well, I believe. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah off their second album, I it believe. Indeed it is, there I we believe. go. This bringing the pop master vibes even without Hell yes. Craig Fimbo, who's who's currently in Rome, I believe. He was pictured at the Coliseum earlier today, I think. Yeah. Young Oscar wearing proudly wearing his Ipswich shirt as he would after a 3-2 win at Port Vale. I'm sure the locals um, congratulated him on that. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think Rome, Dave, has its own um, football radio station that runs 24-7. That's it. Yeah. It, wouldn't surpri- yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It's a bit lively, isn't it? Lazio yeah. Roma is full on, that's for sure. Absolutely. And it was 
a, a fairly lively start from from us last night at, at Vale Park, moving away from the Stadio Olimpico. Um, <laughs> Ladapo looked lively, had a bit of a weak low shot saved by the the Vale goalkeeper, and at the other end, a real let off. Seb Harrison heads wide from a Worrell cross. I thought He'd it was done better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought he should have hit the target at, at the very least. You know, the, the cross comes in deep, and he just gets a gets a bit of a run on Burns, and he's strong. You know what you're going to get from Harrison. I'd, I'd forgotten how much he kind of hangs in the air to win the ball. Obviously, we I only like saw him, him for whatever like it was 15, 15, 20 games. Maybe I kind of forgotten what he gave you, but you know, given the form he's been in recently, I think he's like scored half their goals or something crazy. Seven out of the fifteen or sixteen they've scored have come from him. I thought I thought it was in when I when I saw him make the you know contact with the ball and. I think that was a little bit of a let-off. And it kind of showed what was to come with the the crosses because we didn't really stop the crosses all evening. Um, we'll come on to the, the goals and stuff that we conceded. But for me, I thought he should have done a little bit better with that, especially given the form that he's in. That was a superb cross from Warrell, wasn't it? Because he, he sort of, on the run, he sort of gets out of his feet and sort of whips it in quite early. It's a brilliant, brilliant ball. And yeah, he should do better. Atkins said on iFollow, if you sort of, track his run, he sort of comes into it, not straight, he sort of comes onto the ball at an angle mm-hmm. and he thinks he just obviously just gets it wrong. But yeah, he's got a score from there. Absolutely. Maybe one of Atkins's better observations from last night's co-commentary. Do, do you know what I thought he'd, overall he was... Pretty good, didn't you? I, I, I thought any, he was all right. any anything but mathy for me, Dave. Whoa, so. yeah. I think you, yeah. Had you tuned into um, Suffolk last night, that would have been your um, that would have been your summariser there. I think, yeah, quite possibly. We might be corrected on that. Might have been a, a fan again. Um, apparently, the kids are five nil up in the oh, UK half oh, time. That's Super. a good start. I think our very own Joe Fairs is representing tonight, isn't he? Just in the there. in the director's box of all places. Of course places. he is. Of course he is. Who are they? I didn't even catch who they're playing. Uh, it is a fairly small club, I believe. Is it Avely? Or have they already might played them? Might, yeah, okay. might be. Yeah. Okay. Um, let, there was a quick question on the shape, Seb, before we start talking about goals. Chris Rand asked, was it 4 2 3 1? I think that's what it is these days, isn't it? I, I mm. see it. Me and Ben had a chat about it last week on the, the pre-match show before the Derby game, and I see it as a back four these days. I think it's been that way for probably a good six weeks to, to eight weeks now or so. It's very much, I think, Danassian and, and Davis is the full-backs and that kind of three in behind Ladapo kind of interchange and move around in the game. But but that's certainly how I've seen it now for the last the last few weeks. Cool. And we've we've got an answer now. FPL chat straight go. in there, Averley. Um, yeah, Jules says... That. They're an Essex club. <laughs> That's spelled differently, but yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you say, you, you say it to Jules's face if you want, Dave. Um, <laughs> oh, I think Jules has got the correct spelling. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, it's, it's hard to spell correctly on a keyboard when you've got a spanner in both hands, isn't it? Oh, so. Jules. Love it. Love it. So, that, right, 35 minutes in. Uh, 34 minutes in, we take the lead, and this is a really nice team goal. It, it maybe gets overshadowed a little bit. We'll get to that one. But, Seb, that was a really nice goal, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And we we hadn't played that well, in all honesty. You know, it was a very kind of sort of tetchy first 20, 25 minutes. They were pressing us really hard. They put a couple of crunching tackles in on Humphreys in the first few minutes, especially to try and, I guess, set a, set a bit of a marker. But yeah, it was a it was a great goal. You've got Edwards kind of picks the ball up and, and, and looks to run. He was playing a bit narrower in the first half in kind of a more of a central position. But he picks the ball up and makes a run. And you've got Davis in space on the left. And I guess... Well, Rich said to me, that's probably the consequence of this this massive pitch. You know, you are going to find space in behind when they try and press out. 
And Davis, it's a it's a beautiful ball, isn't it? It's it's perfectly weighted. He plays it in first time. It's the ball in from Davis that makes that goal. And the Dapo slides in, takes his chance, and is rewarded for it. And it was a moment of good, great quality football that hadn't really been in keeping with how the first, whatever it was, X number of minutes had been so far. But that mm. ball in from Davis was was absolutely superb. You know, Ladapo could just slide in, tap the ball home, and a beautifully weighted ball into the the corridor of uncertainty. It was just the execution of that goal. It was such a good goal because Danassian brings it inside. If you look at Ball, he has a look. Just as Danassian's about to play the ball inside to him, he just he has a look at Edwards, sees Edwards, knocks it. And Ball did that a lot, certainly in the first half or first part of the first. Well, yeah, I'd say most through the first half. When he plays those balls forward between the lines, he zips those balls in, which I kind of like with that. There's no, you know, there's no half-hearted. He really, really puts them in. And um, he has a little look. And, uh, I mean, it's brilliant from Davis. But, what I mean, it's such... It's, you think Edwards, okay, it's a simple ball, but it's, it's the lovely weight of the ball from Edwards just saying, yeah, go on, go on, there you go. And it's from then on, it's great. And it's really good movement from the dat boat. He, he checks in, checks out, then goes again, which is really clever. It's, it was such a simple, but a really, really excellent goal, that one. And four minutes later, Dave, it looks like we're on our way to a straightforward victory, doesn't it? Thanks to our young starlet. Yeah, I mean, it started by Burns, isn't it? A move. He, I think he nicks it off. Is it Hall, the left-sided player, I think? Just sort of midway in there, half, I think. Has a run. Nothing on. Has to have a hit, I don't think. Ladabo's inside, but perhaps a bit too close to slip it inside. And quite rightly, has a go. Half-decent save, I think, from Stone. Tips it over. And then, um, yeah, in-swing. Not the greatest in-swing corner, but in a good area. Sort of gets clear. And I think Ball gets a touch on it on the edge of the box. And um, I, um, I mean, this is what Atkins was saying. The technique from Humphreys was superb because he doesn't try to leather it. It's just it's a superb connection. Just hits through the ball, knee over it, and yeah, just flies through a crowd of players. Keeper's got no chances in before he can react. Low to his low to his right. Absolutely fantastic finish. And said the 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 comment about. Atkins that a few of us picked up on was he said that it's a technique that's gone out of the game um should we just say that it was just a an out of this world strike rather than going that far said yeah very much so I think you know I yeah it was a, a great hit great great technique by him to get it through that crowd and it's just a really clean connection like Dave said and it just flies into that bottom corner but but ball does really well as well you know that like you said the corner's not great coming in and it kind of flicks off it's either ball or somebody else and he's alert to kind of yeah, dig that ball over isn't he to, yeah exactly so he does really really well for that to set Humphreys beautifully and then yeah he just hits it and what a great moment for him you know we're all we're all town fans you can only imagine what it's like to you know score on your full league debut for your club it must be must be an amazing, amazing feeling like we saw it full time. I kind of get where Atkins is coming from. It's a, it's a tough technique that because, you know, young kid on his debut, 18 year old on his debut, he's going to get his eyes must light up. We saw it against early season. Um, me and Rich watched him against same situation against Cole Yu in the, in the EFL trophy. We had a couple on the edge of the box, exactly the same. And it, it's, I mean, it's just how maybe he's developed in a few months. He kind of rushed them. And one, he sort of shanked. And one, he hit over when he really should have hit the target. But that one was, um, yeah, because he didn't try to hit it too hard. And he just hits through the ball. It's a great, great strike. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just stand corrected on this one, Dave, because Jules says it's uh, technique lever it from, from our day. Yeah. And, and Lee says, nice to see a shot from range stay down rather than being skied. Yeah, I think that's what Atkins was alluding to, I think. Absolutely. Let's um, let's finish off this first half. Um, Humphreys then plays in Burns 
a, a really nice ball again from Humphreys, like finesse little half volley pass. Burns takes an excellent first touch and then a really heavy second one, but he's so quick, yeah. he just about manages to get there. Um, but in doing so, he doesn't manage to get his shot away very well. The goalkeeper then goes down hurt for what seems an eternity. Um, that that one just came straight to me. I hope Mark Beck isn't 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 listening. Um, and that then leads to there being loads of stoppage time at the end of the first half, doesn't it? And we're unable to to hold on. Yeah, we just yeah we kind of it's it's a big switch, isn't it? So they're kind of right backs bringing the ball out. I think it is. It's a big switch out to the left. I guess you could argue maybe Burns should be stronger on the initial header with Massey. I think it is who manages to flick it on. So we lose one header there. The ball is then a really high looping cross to the back post, and from there it all just kind of goes very wrong, doesn't it? The, the <laughs> yeah the guy yeah well, yeah that's the, that's the best term, the way to put it. The guy gets a bit of a run on Edmondson and heads it back across. Then both Wolfenden and Ball seem to just mess up their jumps and completely miss it out. It falls to, to Massey, the guy that's won the original header. And Burns, maybe, should he be a little bit stronger? A few of us thought it was handball by Massey when he looks to control the ball, but on the highlights, I don't think he is. And he just fires low past past Walton. So, you know, straight away, they're immediately up for it. It's a really poor time for us to concede because although we weren't playing great, we found ourselves 2-0 up. And at that point, we were in complete control. Like you say, Burns had a couple of chances and we're, we're looking to kind of find our rhythm. But it was an absolute bit of a horror show from our, our defensive point of view. You can probably count four, maybe five individual errors there that, that combined to that goal. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It's a good cross in the first time. He digs it out really well. I think it's, it's Jones, the fullback, he digs it out quite well. It's a high loopy one, and as you said, as you said, I think Edmonton's a bit static there because Worrell's not mm. the biggest, is he? But he gets a really good jump. He gets a jump on him, and I think as it comes across, looking at it again on iFollow, I think that's all the on, on the um, highlights. I think Wolfenden sort of gets a touch maybe on it and sort of almost takes it almost takes it away from ball and. Yeah, then it's sort of, yeah, should it, should then we get a better challenge on Massey because he's allowed to sort of bring it down, chest it and volley it in. But just out of nowhere, it's such a signal, that one, because, you know, you go in 2-0 and as McKenna said afterwards, you know, it does. It, does, it just puts a different complexion on the game. Hmm. I felt a bit flat at halftime yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a fantastic performance. Obviously, it was really uplifting the but two just, fantastic goals that we scored. But then... It's a oh. horrible goal, I think. Just and it make, and it's the, the type of goal that makes you feel like you could concede another one through bad defending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we'd, we struggled a bit with the crosses as well. And I guess, you know, once they'd scored off that cross, we knew second half was going to be a bit of a barrage of, of crosses because we, we hadn't stopped the crosses all game. And yeah, like you said, it kind of puts a bit of doubt in your mind that things maybe might contribute to another defensive clusterfuck later on. <laughs> and that... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that doubt wasn't misplaced, was it, Dave? As we move into the second half, uh, it's just so avoidable. This goal, okay. Look, we, we, we you know, the, the, obviously the the back four, back three, back four, all encouraged to play. They are, you know, all encouraged to play out. But yeah, I mean, Wolfenden does overdo it. He could just you know, get the ball out of his feet and get it down the line. That's not our way. And look, you know. It happens, I suppose, but he's a bit careless there. Gives away a needless corner, and then it's horrible again, is it? Because a ball comes in again. It's not a great corner, I don't think. And we seem to get in each other's way. And as soon as you let the ball bounce in the penalty area, it can go anywhere. And it's sure enough, I think it deflects off Wilson, is it? I believe. And be fair, again, good. T- I know he's only like seven, eight yards out, but good from the centre back, Smith. Good technique, just absolutely gets his head over it. And again, Walton's got no chance. It's almost point blank, isn't it? Just what? You know, you're looking at it and think, how? 
<laughs> and at that point, the, at, the, at that point, the crowd goes crazy. You know, they've they've pulled one oh, back in the in the forty five plus six, and they've scored in you know the forty seventh minute. minute. And at that point, yeah, at that point, you know, we're thinking, oh, here we go. We've we know what's about to happen, but but yeah, thankfully, we we turn it around pretty quickly again. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen in the end. So what? So what? Talk us through what does and and how the Vale fans reacted to what came next. Well, obviously, we're all taking dogs' abuse off them, you know, 2 0 and you, you, you messed it up, et cetera. So we're taking dogs' abuse off them. And then, yeah, we, we play another superb move yeah. that results in a, in, a, in a goal. So again, it's that left hand side, isn't it? It's Edwards and Davis involved. So Edwards brings the ball forward and finds Davis. I never clocked, none of us who were sat around me, we didn't clock the run at all from Humphreys. It's a real lung buster from the center of the pitch. We assumed that Davis was playing the return to Edwards and Edwards hadn't carried on the run. So we, we just didn't see until Humphreys suddenly appears. Yeah. He's pointing. So- where he wants the ball to go yeah. isn't he? there you go yeah so if it, sorry this one um there if you look uh, at the edge of the um center circle just the left of it that's when humphrey starts his run yeah and then a few seconds later he's in this position so yep. he's yeah. he's run away from his man and ran past two again, again, players what a pass what and a weighted pass well, look is, at again. look at the small little it i think yeah. maybe where edwards Edwards' position there actually maybe almost makes that pass yeah. obvious for Leif Davis, doesn't he? He has yeah. to thread it through. Yeah. He sees the gap, executes it so well, doesn't he? Gets to the byline, cuts it across. I don't know if you've, how far you've got now, Seb. Sorry I interrupted there. No, like you so uh, Humphreys is pointing where he wants it. Like you say, another beautifully weighted ball from Davis. He cuts it back. We get a bit lucky. The keeper gets a touch onto the defender and it falls nicely for us. And Ladapo is there where I guess you want your centre forward to be to gamble and take a chance in the six-yard box fires it home and we all go absolutely crazy and that was really crucial scoring so early because yeah, after they after they scored you know yeah. turning it back on its head instantly because otherwise we were going to probably start to face a bit of a, a barrage the home fans were up and and that just completely silenced them it was a brilliant brilliant moment and a brilliant goal two goals of real three goals of high quality for, for different reasons two excellent build-up play involving Edwards and Davis and you know Humphreys there absolutely superb to show that that fitness that desire you know to get to the byline pull the ball back and yeah Lavapo in the right place to tap home. Absolutely. Yeah. Hit like on this video if you enjoyed that goal. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so let's dip into the comments. Uh, Charlie D says Leaf. Or is it Leaf? Oh, Lee, Lee Bayless Leaf. says Limbs. Love it. Um, yeah, well, it really was because at that point as well, all the, all the fans are all the players are right down there as well, giving it last to the to the home fans. You know, we're all going crazy in it together, which is great to see. Yeah, you're spot on, Seb. They needed to score when they did because the yeah. longer that went on, we, it was just going to get. I mean, it did get quite horrible, <laughs> but yeah, at two two, it was just going to be you know really oh no you know yeah one of them. Lee says he didn't appreciate that the keeper got yeah. a touch at first. Yeah, it was a vital touch, wasn't it? And where where is it? Michael Warner, Ladapo from a non-scoring number nine to a fox in the box. And he's gone quietly, isn't he? He's now on six. I know, I know Peter yeah. Cup has included that, but he's got six goals in all competitions now. So he's, what, joint top scorer with Chaplin? So, you know, he's quietly moving his way up the up the scoring ranks as well. I was pleased for yeah. him last night because, you know, two goals, one in the first half, he kind of just takes a chance and, and slides it in gambles. And the second one is in the right place at the right time, which is what you want from your centre forward. Yeah. Louis Robinson says the amount of ground leaf or left covers on that left side is incredible. Maybe this is why he quite often goes off. Well, I mean, he hasn't really for the last couple of games, but why he quite often goes off early. It's not a lack of 
fitness. It's that intensity that that he plays at. Maybe partly to do with the footballing background he had with Marcelo Bielsa, as Dave looks for his um, chocolates. Charger. Charger. And on that <laughs> yeah. on that pitch last night, the running was phenomenal because you know, like I said earlier, it was such a big pitch. We had we had some conversations in the Telegram group during the day, didn't we, about how big the pitch was going to be? And I didn't, I didn't appreciate until I was there exactly the size of it. But to be running, do you, all do you mean day on that. do you mean the the like the actual pitch that was measured out, Seb, or do you just mean the the grass there, out in front of it? Both. It, it felt it both. felt like it was an absolutely huge pitch. You know, I don't okay. know the measurements of it. It felt like a huge pitch, and um, I think they noticed me. Harrison, for example, in the first half was really pressing us high, and they they really kind of dropped off in that second half. I think fitness and fatigue <laughs> caught up with them, and the, the pitch has to play has to play a part in that because it was massive. It Absolutely. was um, it, it it was funny because um, someone was it Jason? I think it was Jason on the Telegram group. Somewhere mid mid afternoon yesterday, raised um, raised a comment or a topic about the dimensions of the pitch, and that was it for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sent, was it Chris Rand that was originally sent down the rabbit hole, wasn't it? And then somebody else was using Google Earth to try and oh, man, it, was, it, it was superb. But I mean, what we didn't mention, it really did. I mean, the guy they had a, they had a geezer with a long throw who could really launch oh, him as yes. well. And yeah. in fact, I thought we dealt with those because I thought, oh, Christ, this is shades of Cheltenham from last season. But I thought we dealt with those pretty well, actually. Um, it was just, yeah, the, the, the corners. For, um, yeah, the corners last night, we didn't do too well. And the ball's in from wide positions. But the sort of loopy long throws, I thought we, we did okay with. Yeah, and he can take was, such a run-up for that as well. The run-up he yeah, takes for those throws is like crazy. 20-yard run-up. Yeah, it's um, insane, isn't it? It's got to be an advantage. Must yeah, be. imagine how good Rory Delap would have been if he played a four Vale. Friend of the show, my um, mate Henry, I was chatting to last night um, about this very subject, said that we, we're actually good at defending first balls. It's the, yeah. it's the second balls where we just yeah. seem to... Yeah, maybe having Keo on the pitch, and a couple of people suggested maybe Keo would have been a, in hindsight, would have been a good bet last night. Just sort of marshalling that defence a little, a little bit better, a little bit more experience. Potentially, yeah. And I think when it became obvious we were going to face a barrage of crosses <laughs> and long throws, obviously that's when McKenna decided to, to, to make the change. Yeah, yeah. An observation from McSauceman as well. He did still about twenty yards yeah. up, up the <laughs> line. Did, yeah. But Jules says up against that, the width of the pitch was perfect for us. I think he's got a point there. Yep. Certainly the left side. Chris Rand, here you go. <laughs> Turns out the pitch at Port Vale wasn't actually that big, Seb. It's an optical illusion. Large grass uh, area, but they've pulled in the lines to a normal size. I think, as Seb said earlier, it's not actually the pitch. It's just the width of the turf outside of the lines. That mm. this, uh, yeah. That yeah, I think Rich said, Rich said that you could... Um, you could play the um, play have the right dimensions going widthways on the pitch. Yeah, you could flip it. Yeah, that's what you reckon. Yeah. You could flip it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said it a little bit more eloquently than I just did. Um, and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. We've we've only got to what the fifty fourth minute of the game. There's not really much else to say about this match. We, a few people, I think Chrissy Day said, "Oh, this is going to be nerve wracking." I don't think it ever really was, was it? We made a few changes. Harness John Jules with the first one. Come on, then Jackson, then Keo, and then Burgess came on right near the end as well. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, was it? It was, you no. know, I mean, but but hey, you know. You have to sometimes win like that, as as we've found a way to do this season. Where, as we've said all along in previous seasons, we haven't, and we wouldn't have won that game last night. You know, two, you know, two nil up, seemingly coasting back to two two. We'd have, we probably wouldn't have won that game. So we have found that way. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but yeah, you know, bodies on the line and good clearances at the end of the day. And to be fair, they didn't did Walton really have as much to do after in that last twenty or so minutes? Not really, did he? No, think. the only moment I was worried, came I think court, it was the... Came and caught a corner or two, maybe? Yeah, very calming, as he always is. The only time I was worried, I think it was like the 90... With a minute to, uh, of the injury time to go, and it falls to Harrison on the edge oh, of the Shanks box, running onto it. Yeah. yeah, and I was thinking, oh, oh. no. But thankfully, he yeah, reverted to the 2018-19 Yeah, and <laughs> Shanks it well wide, thankfully. I that, like was the, that, that was the again, only time I was worried. As a physical presence up there last night, I, I really quite liked him. I, I quite liked him when he was here as well. You know, he always had something about him. But again, mm. he was never, I don't think he was ever really fully had swaves out with injury and stuff like that, didn't he? But he certainly put himself about last night. He yeah. did last a, night, yeah, he did, yeah. He's a handful, isn't he? And yeah, he more, is. more mobile well, maybe than Ladapo, yeah. but not as yeah. good Not as good not quite with as the ball coming into no, the No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Veronica says, "Glad you didn't feel nervous, Mikey." Well, the thing thing is, when you're um, just watching it um, on the sofa or in bed, as I, as I was, Veronica, you, you, you maybe don't get caught up up in it in quite the same way as those of you that were lucky enough to be in the in the stand. And also, when part. you're when, and also Veronica, when you're seven beers down, it just doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly wasn't seven beers down last night. Jamie. I can imagine you in lounging back, lounging back in bed with your. I don't know. <laughs> A few cans of Amstel around me. Amstel <laughs> on the go. <laughs> yeah, Am- Amstel's very burger much a, on your ch- a, a Tuesday night beer because it's only 4%. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we saw Yeah, Veronica was in, in row A, so she had a, Ooh. well, still quite a long way from the pitch. But, um, <laughs> it, 
but de- <laughs> decent view all the same. FPL Tractor says that Harrison and Lambert didn't get on, apparently. Oh, I know who really? I'm side with. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and Chris Robinson, I actually am at the club on the pitch dimensions. <laughs> I'll keep you posted, assuming it's not deemed as classified information. Well, keep it going. Let's see if you find out before. Um, do you know Chris what I Rand, think? Who's going up the ground with the tape measure? No, do, do, do you know what I think? I think we'll have a big reveal on the live show. Cool. There's going to have to be a. We can do a higher or lower. Exactly. We're going to have to do a Telegram group for pitch dimensions now, aren't we? And well, we can't, every, we can't. every game we can. We can never do higher and lower than Port Vale, could we? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Jim Elmy says he was seven beers down and felt pretty nervous. So, uh, okay. Maybe there was something oh, not quite Jim, right Jim, probably, probably four oat cakes soak that up, though, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you, have you had an oat cake, Dave? No, and I want You just like the now. sound of them. No, yeah. yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. So for those that are unaware of what an oat cake is, a Staffordshire oat cake doesn't have any oats in it. It's a dense pancake that has all of the lovely stuff, all the salty, saturated fats, cheese, like, bacon, ham, all of that stuff. It does sound like rather I said good. On the, sausage. Like I said in the group yesterday, Phil Taylor won 16 world titles with that as a strict diet. Mm. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the viewers and listeners to let us know who their man of the match was and and just a little sentence why imagine that Humphreys is going to win this one outright. And I'm also going to share this this comment from Andy Nichols. Come on, everyone, these Blue Monday lads deserve a big thumbs up. Hit that like button. We're all listening, oh. listening and loving the work they do. Well, I hope you are. Um, nice. But yeah, exactly. if you can hit the like on YouTube, it does, does make a big difference. And yeah, why not check out the Blue Monday website as well? That's where you can find information or the link to buying tickets for the live cool. show, which is on Saturday, the 12th of November. Um, drinks at seven. The show starts at eight, I believe. Or it might be 7.30, but I'm sure Dave will come out with beers for those of you that are queuing up outside either way. Absolutely. Of course I will. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, yeah, let's see, see what's coming into the comments. Davis from Chris Rand. He was, he was brilliant, wasn't he? Just though, just a couple of moments of class. Yeah, he's just, the, just the, again, you know, not just he. I thought he defended well as well last night, but you know, he's, he's classing the weight of pass and stuff like that. You know, that is, he's turning into a very, very, very good buy. I think. Um, I didn't think uh, a few games in. You think I didn't really think there was a lot to choose between him and Lee, and I don't necessarily think they are really rate Lee. Obviously, he's got long-term injury, so um, imperative we keep Davis fit. But and some people were saying, I think after Friday's game that he looked out on his feet towards the end of Friday's game. Well, he certainly rallied. He certainly rallied well for last night because he was he was very good. Um, yeah, he wouldn't be far off it for me. Him, Humphreys, or I thought Edwards was really good last night as well. Yeah, that's where the, the votes are going. Jules says, Lee, for me, from our weakest side. Yeah. It's now our strongest side. Would you agree with that, Seb? Definitely. It's given us that other option. You know, last year, if you doubled up on Wes Burns, you pretty much shut us down, didn't you? <laughs> or if Burns wasn't playing, then we really, really struggled. And now it's great. We've got both options. But the, that, that left-hand side, the link-up play between Edwards and Davis is, is absolutely excellent in, yeah. in recent games. He's just a, a class act. You can see he's been at a Premier League side. You can see he's had a world-class manager in Bielsa coaching him. And what, what a brilliant buy that is. I mean, it's going to be tough to leave Edwards out, I think. Yeah. Yeah, really definitely. Do. So, Charlie D, another vote for Leaf. Creative, tenacious, yeah. just quality. Yeah. Uh, Veronica 
goes for Humphreys, so classy and never stopped running. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but coming out, I mean, you watch it on iFollow, Mikey. Um, Humphreys really struggled. I thought, oh no, this game is just passing him by and he was getting knocked off a ball and his first touch wasn't great. I mean, I wouldn't say up until the goals. He started, started to grow into the game and perhaps land on the ball a little bit more probably 20, 25 minutes in, but the first 20, 25 minutes really well, passed, really well, sort of kind of I think of that his, by, first, his first two actions, Dave, he got, he got the ball. He got and, hit, to be fair. And he, and he played a, he played a, he a got nice hit late. pass. Yeah, and then, he got hit And then late, the yeah. player didn't get to him the first yeah. time. And then the next time he played, he, he um, got ref. the ball out of his feet, played a good pass. And I yeah, don't know ref. if the ref had already turned. He was following the ball. bad it was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, in, in in difference to him, that's probably that probably was a factor. But yeah, you know the goal. I mean, like thirty minutes, probably half an hour onwards, and then the goal. He just grew into the game, and crikey, he's, he's stamina. I mean, I know he's eighteen, but he's stamina. I mean, ninety minutes, he was making mm. superb challenges. When he covered yeah, a lot of ground, because ball yeah. was ball towards the end of his game was absolutely out on his feet. I thought he was. Yeah, and understandably so. Absolutely. Lisa's little plump for Edwards just to be different. I, th- I, yeah. don't, I think that there's a fair shout for Edwards. Yeah. Watching the highlights back, you realise just how like how many of the good moments did involve him and he's his just, dribbling. It just takes the pressure off for a little while, doesn't it? He's just so well balanced, isn't he? I mm. think on either side as well. He looks like he could go right. Obviously, seemingly strong. He prefers the left, but he can go either way. Yeah, I think we've got a, we've got a player there again. I was I was really concerned that you know the the lack of game time he had last season. Again, a lot of that was injury. You you, you half thought, yeah, this is a big first few months of the season for him because look, he could have turned out like Harper for goodness sake and been like yeah and and sort of disappeared almost. So no, it's really it's really good to really good to see him see him doing really well and getting a you know obviously he's, he's fully seemingly fully fit now. So he he'll just get better and better. I imagine Andy Nichols isn't going for Wolfenden as man of the match. That said that he was solid at the back. I don't think it was his his best night, yeah. was it? But no, I don't think so. We'll see. You know, he he messes up a little bit with the uh, their first goal where he can't clear it. I don't know if he gets a, a touch on it. And it was his kind of sloppy play that you could argue gives away the corner for the second goal. So I didn't think him or Edmondson were especially outstanding outstanding last yeah. night. But they did they did the jobs and when they needed to obviously McKenna throws on the, the reinforcements of Keo for some organization when you know you're about to face a a barrage and then for the last minute or so you get Burgess on there to do what he does and that was when the header was good to see. That yeah, was good, good to, to see him back. Just back. Yeah, really good yeah. to see him. Yeah. yeah. Edmondson didn't look too happy, did he? No. I thought, I thought, well, he went down with a uh, like a knock oh, on his head oh, did he? before did the he? sub. So I presumed oh. he was feeling that or something. So I've, I've right. seen the stuff online. We didn't look happy to go off. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't remember him. I can't remember at the full time if I, like, I can't picture him celebrating wildly with the rest of them. But I thought mm-hmm. he got subbed because of the, 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 the knock, knock to his head. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought happened at the time. FPL Tractor enjoyed the Bulls-Humphrey combination as it could have been seen as a weakness before the game, but wasn't. Yeah, how good is it that we can go to a tricky place like Port Vale without Evans and Morsey I mean, and still probably arguably come out on top in the midfield? Absolutely superb. Yeah. Yeah, pretty. I mean, he did worry beforehand. You know, it's a. It was always going to be a tough midfield battle last night, and it was. And you know, it was going to be physical. And you, you mentioned quite rightly how Humphreys was clattered early on. Clearly, they targeted Humphreys, but no, I thought the pair, the pair did really well. I mean, Ball did fade second half, and he was losing possession a fair bit. But yeah, overall, I think he did okay. And 
I mean, you know, what what a position to be in. Okay, seemingly looks like we've lost Evans for a few weeks, hopefully just a few weeks. Um, and, you know, a fresh Morsey straight back in on Saturday. Absolutely. Michael Warner gives a shout out to the team spirit. Yeah, that was really noticeable at full time, Seb, the way, well, apparently the way the players all got round. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm talking about it as if I was there now, but the players did really get around Cameron Humphreys. And then we all saw the tweets and from Danassian and yeah. um, Chaplin, I think, on Instagram as well, really getting behind um, Humphreys, really praising him up, weren't they? It's great to see, isn't it? The team spirit just seems to be through the roof. You know, when Humphrey scores in the first half, I think all the team bar oh, Walton are, are, are there, you know, jumping up and down with him. And then at full time, Keo comes and finds him and grabs him and they're giving it giving it big guns to the, the away end. And then you've got, I think it's Chaplin kind of pushes him out to take the applause of everybody. We're all singing Cameron Humphreys. He's one of our own. And the players start dancing around him. And then you see the stuff afterwards on social media. They're putting on there to big him up further. And yeah, absolutely great scenes. It really feels like this bunch of players really get it. You know, you really feel like they absolutely love the club. They're all working hard for each other. It doesn't matter who comes in. It doesn't matter who goes out of the side for various games. That team kind of bonding and spirit is always going to be there. And it's a huge, huge strength for us so far this season. Because let's be honest, we, we've not always been able to say that over the last few years, have we? But this group feels so together. And I guess that has to be, you know, down to McKenna, I guess, in pre-season. He probably sat down and said, you know, I, I, I won't have a first team. I'll have players that will come in and players that will go out. So they all know the score and they're all working so so hard and, and everyone's getting their chance and it doesn't matter who comes in and who who sits out it's just the same every week and it's it's really great to see as fans they did exactly the same with edwards after the cambridge game didn't they yes yeah sort of pushed yeah. it forward yes it's yeah. just the togetherness in the squad you could just see it can't you it's nice. really it's brilliant yeah and you've got people like keo you know keo's come in and probably oh. played a, a combined what i don't know 100, 120 minutes for the club and at yeah. full time he's celebrating like crazy like he's been there for years you know he's he's, he's pushing Ham, uh, Humphreys out to, to get all the plaudits yeah there you go yeah and it, it's Brilliant. just fantastic to see isn't it it's really really great to see and long may it continue yeah definitely and with with all of this optimism I think maybe when everyone's playing really well you 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 do maybe notice one or two players who were slightly quiet Glenn Cronk says Chaplin strangely quiet last night yeah. and he has been a little bit I know he didn't he was obviously quite against Derby because he didn't play but he hasn't really reached his sort of levels of September and I August think because yet, his, st- his standards then were just off the charts weren't they? he was so good so good in sort of like I don't know from mid-August onwards through September so I think would you yeah, stick with think... him Dave would you stick with him for Saturday at Charlton um uh, uh, Perhaps, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, you know, um, as we know, form is, what's the saying, form is temporary kind of thing. You know, you know the levels he can achieve and he was so good. So I think it's probably only just been a slight drop off, but because he was at such a level, you do, you know, you do notice it. And I didn't think he was particularly poor last night. He just wasn't involved as such. Just quiet, um, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't yeah, really. Yeah, quiet, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it didn't have any, didn't have an effect on the game. You know, when he got the ball, he was, I, I think, I, as far as I can remember, seemingly neat as tidy as he, he pretty much always is. But yeah, he didn't. He just didn't have a, an effect on the game last night. No. What What would you go with on on Saturday at Charlton Seven? Difficult game. They hadn't lost at home until last night against Milton Keynes. That was yeah, like an Ipswich, an Ipswich of old. Um, bit of a shock result, result that, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah, yeah very much so. That's a, yeah, that that's a real 
coupon buster, is it? Because they kind of slowly made their way up the table. I think they were in the playoffs, weren't they, before? Yeah, they were seventh, I think. Seventh, yeah. Seventh, yeah. Obviously, very strong home form. But, yeah, very strong home form up until last night. So that bodes well for us. With regards to a lineup, I mean, me and Rich will try and predict it on Friday night. But we're almost giving this up now because it just seems to, you know, selections are made that that we we, we don't call. So I'd like to see Edwards start again because he is looking so good at the minute as an outlet, you know, as to have that kind of player who can run at people, can go either side deceptively quick as well. I'd really like to see Edwards get a little bit of a run now. Uh, Ladapo, two goals in theory, should keep him up front. Will it? You never know. Jackson tends to start away games, so I don't know. I can't call it. We know that Morsey will come straight back in alongside Ball. Humphreys will probably have to drop down to the bench. Uh, the back four or five, however you see it, will pick itself. And yeah. it's just that front three, isn't it? We'll see a bit of a bit of rotation, I'm sure. Does Harness come back in? I, I think he might rest Chaplin again and maybe I'll go with Harness, Edwards and, uh, and yeah, I Ladapo think, up front. I, I think perhaps you're right. I mean, I think it'll be tough to rotate Ladapo after I know I know he yeah. scored two for a combined what three four yards but even so you know I don't think you can rotate him for um and I'd I'd, I'd pitch him in against Charlton they, they they're missing who are they missing Innis got Innes, sent off last yeah, night red so card. That's a, yeah that's a plus as well so um yeah yeah no I, I think perhaps you're right Chaplin I wouldn't surprise if he went with him again but yeah Harness would be his natural replacement as Seb said for me yeah Absolutely. So we talked about Charlton there. Let's have a look at all of these results. I'll try and get you back on the screen here, Dave. I'll cover myself up. Barnsley, well, a bit of a shock result there. But Lincoln, from oh, those three games, they played... Ips- who did they play? Ipswich away. Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday at home. Yeah. And then Barnsley. And then Barnsley away, <laughs> seven points. Yeah. That 1-0 defeat isn't looking so bad now. Uh, Bolton, I think... I think they might have been losing at some point against. They Burton were ninety-eighth yeah. minute winner. Wow, yeah, think, yeah, that's starting to happen for them, isn't it? Yep. Bolton, Milton Keynes winning two 0 <laughs> as we mentioned at Charlton. Uh, Cheltenham beat Morecambe, big big result down at the bottom. Derby obviously <sighs> tied from last Friday. Did you see so, Wolves? Um, nil at home. Uh, yeah, afterwards, yeah, yeah you, not happy. Not, no, it, it was a, it was almost a, a Cook Cook reaction, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, Paul yeah. Hurst after the Exeter game. Yeah, what did he, what he said last night? If I've had a go at the players, if they don't like me, they've got my phone number, they can come back at me or something. It doesn't yeah, sound no, very happy. I, I assume he's very... realised that squad can't play his his kind of football that he wants. I guess not a very harmonious dressing room. I don't think it almost sounds like one of those Facebook statuses of old where people say annoyed with a certain someone and <laughs> they know, they know where to find me. Um, <laughs> right, um, Peterborough. Comfortable winners over Accrington. Plymouth came from behind to beat Shrewsbury. Bit annoying that one. Yeah, yeah. and they were all, at one point every, it was incredible. We were two nil up, and everybody else was losing. Seriously, wow. everyone. Peterborough, I think, were one nil down for a time. Um, certainly, Plymouth were one nil down for a good good part of that game. I think Bolton potentially also were losing. Pompey may have even been losing as well. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Portsmouth. Um, Scored quite a late equaliser. Colby Bishop scored. Yeah. And Jack Lancaster scored a really nice goal oh, for, nice. Okay. for Cambridge away at Wickham. Result. That was a great really result. Really good result, yeah. Oh. So that leaves the top half looking like this. Oh, looks good, doesn't it? Christ. Looks yeah, really good. That. We'd take that, wouldn't we? God, dear. We should yeah. probably start doing these extrapolations again, shouldn't we? <laughs> we had this chat on the drive home last night. Yeah, me and Rich were saying that we need to bring it back because I think we're on for a hundred and I think he worked it out, hundred and two, hundred and three points as it stands it. at the moment. So we won't it. we won't jinx it. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that does look does look good. All right, Chef Wed's got the game now. I'm supposing someone hasn't. Um, I assume it's nil nil. Someone hasn't. Yeah, it's still nil nil. There's been a few updates. Um, Chris Robinson says oh, Bristol Chris. Rovers doing okay so far. Oh. I think. No, it's it's looking looking very 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 good, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Let's just get rid of that one. There we go. Yeah, these are the these are the good times. Let's let's enjoy them. Let's dip back into the comments. Romeo, watching Wednesday on telly. Bannon is seriously good. Everything goes yeah. through him. If they if they were to lose him, every game, if they were to lose him for an injury, yeah, they'd really struggle, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, they, they, yeah, there'd be a big drop off. I might say I got slaughtered for saying mid table, but yeah, there would be a big drop off with that big drop off with that Bannon. Yeah, Howard DK, looking at the table and the teams near the top, I think only four teams still have a sniff of finishing above us. Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday, Peterborough and Bolton. Bolton worry me, dark horses. Possibly. Yeah, they, they just seem to... They were good against us, well, fairly good against us opening day, weren't they? And yeah, they're getting the getting late goals, the type of thing that teams that stay up there do. 1-0 Wednesday. There we go. Ball bags. Uh Louis Robinson, Plymouth almost double over their XG currently. Surely God. that's not sustainable. They score some absolute rockets. Crackers. Yeah, screamers from outside the box, as, as we found out against us. Yeah, you'd like to think hopefully over over the course of the season that'll start to balance it out and they'll drop off slightly. We, we basically just need Schumacher, Mumba and Whitaker all to go in January, don't we? If they could all move on to a different not, club, that would be ideal. Isn't it? You know, so who's to say a new, as someone said on the Telegram group today, and you know, new manager comes in at Norwich, Wants to take a look at wants to take a look at Mumba, um, Swansea struggling for goals. No brainer, really. Hopefully, be nice, wouldn't Hopefully, it? Hopefully, yeah. Just changing the subject slightly, David Pascoe. Are we enjoying the way that Norwich appears to be listening into their own version of the death by a thousand cuts, both on and off the pitch that terrible. we suffered under Evans? Didn't see this terrible. one coming. No, not 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 like. Three or four weeks ago, when they obviously in the middle of their five game winning run or whatever it was, here we go 12 game winning run, gonna be 10 points clear at the top by Christmas. Same old, same old. Absolutely, it's falling apart. Long may it continue. Yes, <laughs> I think that'd be the first time if we, if we were to go up and they stay down. I think if we went into a derby next year, it's probably the first time in years might be- I might feel a little bit confident <laughs> going into it because normally you think, Oh, no, you wouldn't. But, you wouldn't on the day, though, would you? No, true. Apparently no, that, game, day, no. that game last night was absolute dross, apparently, against Burnley. Was it, I think there was like four <laughs> shots on might have four shots on target all night. It was horrible, apparently. Jules, I think we know how you feel, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> we feel the same. Yeah, we feel the same. Uh, yeah, apparently that Sheffield Wednesday goal was in first half stoppage time. Still plenty of time left. Joey Button, get, get the lads in. Uh, right, and... I'll give a final shout out for for questions. Um, Eric Clapton says Norwich are starting to look sleepy. Yeah, a, a first mid-season finish for about seven or eight years would be really welcome, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then I'll have Charlie, Smith. Charlie at all, D like says we're 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 in deep trouble. Um, yeah, Lee Bayless, believe Wigan players have not been paid yeah. again. Wonder if oh, they're struggling really? financially. But Richardson yeah. signed a new deal yesterday, didn't he? A new three-year contract, I think. But I saw that earlier on 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 social media that they wow. have. I think it's three on the bounce, three times so far this season. They've they've been late paying their players, so worrying times for them. But Richardson mm. must be quite confident if he signed the new deal. I guess he must have reassurances mm. and stuff. 
Absolutely. Would you would you take Will Keane if if he's looking for a club in January, Dave? Vultures that we are. He's class, isn't he? Yeah, and pr- very much proven at, at League One level. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Dave Gore, is it out of the question that we amass more points away from home than at home come the end of the season? We've won six out of eight away this season. Yeah, yeah potentially. It, yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Just because, of, as he said last night, we've been, Paul Powell, we've yeah, been Sheffield Wednesday and we've been to Plymouth, haven't we? But we've yeah. obviously still we've still got to go to places like Bolton. We've still got to go to Fratton Park and stuff. Yeah, Portsmouth. Um, what do we going to expect with a twenty thousand stadium and only get <laughs> Mikey Mouse Club? Wow. Yeah, don't don't think um, Jules is feeling feeling Wigan too much. Um, no. Yeah, I think I can't really see too many. Too many other questions down here. I think it's just... the away from home thing's interesting, isn't it? Because mm. you know, maybe they feel a little bit. I mean, Portman Road with twenty nine thousand people, it must be a little bit overawing sometimes. So potentially away from home, maybe is that pressure off a little bit, and there's a bit more freedom, you know. And you know, without without being disrespectful, like you said, we've been to probably the two hardest away games so far. So in theory, maybe Oakwell and Fratton Park aside, we've got a you know a pretty decent run of games to come abroad and maybe they just find it a little bit easy. You know, they've got amazing backing on the road, but you don't quite have to, you know, have that ferocious atmosphere that, that, that a full North stand and the pressures that can, can sometimes bring maybe. Hmm. And, and we look good on the counter as well, don't we? Yeah. 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 Very. Yeah. Looking ahead to Saturday, Dave Burgess for Edmondson. No, I mean, no. well, unless, he's back on, unless he has got a knock and he's not fit. No, I don't see that yet. No. No, would it would no. it be it would probably be Keo, wouldn't it? If if um... I, I would have thought at this stage, I would have thought so. Why why sort of if Edmonton's fit, why or you know, you quite rightly said on Keo's fit, why risk Burgess just yet? No, I think you've got to perhaps nurse him along a little bit more. But great to see him just have what three minutes last night, and I think he did put in a really good challenge. I think one a throw out sort of nowhere. So yeah, it was great to see him back. I guess it'd be penciled in for the Bracknell game when you want to use that to yeah. get some minutes yeah. into the likes of him and Kamara Camera. and stuff. You know, yeah, use that as a use that I mean, as a bit honestly, of a chance to get some minutes in the legs of those that haven't really featured recently. I mean, that shows how happy McKenna was with, you know, Ball and Humphreys last night. He could have probably given Kamara 15, 20 minutes if he needed to, but he didn't need to given the performance of how well that central midfield got going after the first kind of 20 minutes or so. And Kamara could be the best of the lot. He could oh, yeah. Easily yeah. Be the, oh, just can't believe it, really. Chris Rand, great stat. We've won 100% yeah, of the games yeah. against the current bottom half. That's um, fairly yep. impressive stuff, isn't it? We did. Someone did post. Was it yesterday? The, the, the you know the sort of like points gained from the promoted sides and the sides around the bottom half. And it was like plus 23 already. It's something ridiculous. It's great. Yeah, the difference compared to the same side, kind of sides last year. It's it's, oh. a, it's an incredible turnaround, isn't it? Absolutely. Hmm. Does the quiet November league-wise mean we can get a few bat fit? It's, it's going to be not well. Hopefully, we can give a few of those youngsters and fringe players a, a run at Bracknell for a start. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you wouldn't risk too many I, first teamers in that one? I, I wouldn't have thought so. Would you? No, I wouldn't no. have thought so. And I presume there'll be a Pizza Cup game in there somewhere as well that we yeah. can do similar and get even more minutes into like it's only Cheltenham and Exeter, isn't it, in the league in in November? Yeah. So you know they're touch wood without being you know sounding arrogant they're not the hardest of games either Exeter might be a bit tricky but you'd expect hopefully certainly to beat 
Chelsea them and then get a decent result at Exeter and use the cup game to get minutes in those that are missing, uh, missing recently or give give minutes to those that have been injured and stuff. Has a pizza draw been done yet? No, I think the under-21, some of them haven't finished. The the, the Premier oh. League under-21 side, I think, are still, uh, yeah, I think there's still some to go. So I think it's got a little, uh, a couple of weeks maybe till we find out the draw. And I assume it's sometime in November, given how sparse the, the league schedule is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a home game. It's, that's definite, isn't it? I think. Yes. Yeah, because we won yeah. the group, didn't we? Yeah. And yeah. it's still regionalised, isn't it, at this stage? So yeah. yeah. It stays southern, apparently. Yeah. Wembley, here we come. McSauspin, I wonder if JD is playing himself into a second at right side as centre-backs in January over summer. I, d- I don't think so. Well, I th- I, I d- he's not getting forward quite as much, but I think he's still looking solid defensively, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, defensively, but honestly, it's just the formation change, I guess, that, that yeah. results in him not bombing on as much when he was the... But, the, but if Vincent Young's injury is, is worse than feared, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anyone in the... In the youth team, that's like jump jumping out in that position. I, really don't think, I, I, don't, I just don't see it. I don't see where Donassian's dropped off much at all. You're right. Obviously, going forward, yes. Um, I think that was noticeable Friday, Friday as well. But I think, as you say, that's probably a formation thing. But yeah, I think defensively, by and large, he's just been as good as ever, hasn't he? Pretty much. For me, he's always a solid, isn't he? He's always a, oh, a worst case. He's kind of a seven out of ten standing player. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I really like him. Oh. Pizza okay. Cups scheduled for 29th of November. Where will you be then, Mikey? What will you be doing? I'll probably be sat in a heavily air-conditioned office in Doha working 15 hours. Oh, days, here but... we go. <laughs> <Everybody> could... <laughs> Can you hear the violins playing for him? Oh, dear. <laughs> I did look at the temperatures earlier and it... I, I didn't realise that it's still like 34 degrees over there. Oh, mate, it's going <laughs> to um, be boiling. When So you actually... I guess come back what Christmas week you yeah for... wow yeah actually funny enough I'm going up to Stoke for a wedding on the there you on go the, on the Tuesday before so yeah, maybe Lace. I'll maybe I'll That's do a, a stadium a... tour at, um, bet they serve oat cakes <laughs> yes 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 that's what I'm going to do Dave. take We're your tape get, get an oat cake and take free... your tape measure yeah Jules says are you, are you taking your clubs I'm probably going to have to rent, <laughs> rent some aren't I for night golf they'll probably be a bit small oh yeah night golf out there Romeo said just moving away from me and moving away from golf JD one of the first names <laughs> on the team sheet for me yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree with that captain last night as well which I thought was interesting because uh, yeah. in the past it was Edmondson wasn't it last year if Evans and Morsey were both out but it went to JD last night and I, I, I really like him like well, Dave said I think he's a, an excellent defender and, and so reliable just, Perhaps one of the biggest rehabilitation of a players I've ever seen go pass through Ipswich Town. A player yeah, it, that I I thought that last night when when remarkable when Harrison was playing. I thought I thought I want uh, who who did Harrison play with? And obviously he played a bit with Wolfenden. And I remembered yeah Danassian of course. And I wonder whether he looks at Danassian and thinks bloody hell, how come you're still here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because they I think they both incredible. had their debut in the same match, didn't they, against Blackburn and. Janassian had a bit of a stinker, didn't he, that, that I day? But, he be, I think he was centre-off, yeah. wasn't he? I'm sure he was centre-off yeah, alongside yeah. Chambers and Spence was the right-back. And poor guy got then played at left-back for a while and then wing-back roles. And yeah, no, two, was, was it two loans, three loans away from the club? And mm. yeah, crazy. But to see him play now, to see him back play then, you just never thought he had it in. You never thought he was that technical a player, did you? You just didn't. Mm. You know, um, maybe his role obviously changed in the right wing-back when it changed, but... In, just an incredible transformation in a player. Brilliant stuff. 
Right. Um, thanks, everyone, for, for watching and listening and everything. Um, Seb, you'll be back with the pre-match show, I believe. On Is that going to be on Friday? We're going live, yeah, Friday night. So we'll be at 8 o'clock. Uh, me and Rich, I presume Rich is doing it with me, we'll be live for, live for Charlton. I must say a thank you to FPL Tractor, who sent me some amazing Charlton research today to make my life a little bit easier. So tune in for the lowdown on Charlton before, uh, before the game on Saturday. Excellent. And, oh, just Ooh. clicking on the wrong ones. Dave Gort says... And not, I'm clicking the wrong thing again. <laughs> oh, youngsters win nine nil. Oh, brilliant! In the in front, in front of the fairs in the director's box. Of course, they're inspired, weren't they? Brilliant stuff. A great week for the town once again. Let's hope it Super. continues at Charlton on Saturday. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.